Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is 77 WABC Sports. Here's Mike Didino. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. It's another episode of Casual and Connoisseur. I'm Phil Dixon, Joel, my co-host, Mike Dino. All right, I'll roll with that. I'm going to let you take the reins in this podcast. You look surprised. No, I'm going to let you take the reins in this podcast. Well, I kind of already have. And that's good. It's about goddamn time. This song, just for anybody wondering, is called, what was it called again? <laughs> Why'd you bring it up if you don't know the name? Meaning of life, and I want to get into what the meaning of life is. Right, what is the no, meaning? No, it's the joke. worst possible joke. thing you could have played for you. All right, um, we could start on your front this time. The NFL, just yeah. some big stuff going on. I got a lot of stuff I want to say. I know, you've already kind of showcased a little bit of it to me yesterday, so yeah. you might as well get it over with. Um, which one, uh, you know, let's start Let's start with the Jets, right? Because that's the most recent news. Jets optimistic in landing. Aaron Rodgers, a report from Diane Rossini of ESPN today, says uh, they're optimistic. They're going to end up getting him. Uh, how, where are you on this? You think it's going to happen? I've been saying it for a while that Aaron Rodgers will go to the New York Jets. It's the only logical landing spot for him right now. It seems like it's that or retirement. He's not going to go back to Green Bay. They seem like they're ready to move on. And if you're Aaron Rodgers, you really can't go back to Green Bay at this point. Um, it could be the Raiders. That's like a, a team that makes somewhat sense on paper just because you have Devontae Adams. But if you're Aaron Rodgers, you go to the New York Jets. Makes sense. A lot of young talent on that team. Um, the Jets have the cap space. And um, I have been saying it for a while. I think it's going to happen, and I think it's going to happen in the next forty-eight hours. How many teams like don't have starting quarterback, like, like legitimate starting quarterbacks? Right a now? few, but they're all. So this is the big thing. We could get into a whole big conversation. Now nah, I'm tired of it. I've been doing it for a while, and I had a long conversation with a buddy last night about this Lamar Jackson stuff, the Aaron Rodgers stuff. There's not many teams that are in the market for a quarterback, especially in the market for a quarterback that wants fifty million a year fair, yeah. and a lot of money guaranteed. You have teams like the Falcons, the Colts, the um, the Panthers. They could all use quarterbacks, but they all have top 10 picks. So do you pay a guy $50 million and then put him on a team that's not ready to win, or do you try to get your guy in the draft and build around him? So it's there's not true. a ton of teams that are in the market for the quarterback right now. And also, I guess those teams, like you should add that Aaron Rodgers is just old. He's an older guy. He doesn't have much time left. So he's looking to be in a position where he has to win now too. Yeah, and if I'm Aaron Rodgers, and we could get into Lamar Jackson soon, but I mean, we, we talk so much about why does nobody want Lamar Jackson? Well, nobody's saying, no, who wants Aaron Rodgers? There's only one team that's openly going for him, and that's the Jets. The Packers don't even want him anymore. So we keep hearing Lamar Jackson, why does nobody want him? It's just because this, this is because that. Well, is really one logical reason why nobody wants Lamar Jackson. It's because he wants way too much money for a guy that is a running quarterback. And not many teams need a quarterback. And the teams that do need a quarterback are drafting in the top 10. And if you're, if, from a business standpoint, I'm going to take a shot on a guy that I don't have to pay for four years. There's a weak, weaker uh, quarterback draft class, isn't it? Not? It seems like there's three or four guys. I don't follow the draft a ton. 
Um, I don't I don't watch much college football, but the kid from Florida is rising. Rich, yeah, Richardson. Richardson he's, but he's a project, so he won't be ready. That's the thing too. I heard like you know his uh, combine numbers are like through the roof, but also he, he just his like passing numbers are pretty. Uh, he didn't have a good season last year with Florida. Florida was pretty Florida bad. Florida was bad, yeah. Um, then you got the kid from Kentucky, Lee Valleys, I believe his name is. And then you have, obviously, Ohio State guy. And you got the Bama kid. And uh, there's like four and, yeah. quarterbacks that Bryce Young. There's four quarterbacks Bryce that are Young's probably like going to go five, top. Seven. It's like four quarterbacks that I think could end up going first round. Probably three go top ten. One of those four will slip. All right, we can move from one quarterback to another. So Aaron Rodgers is going to – actually, let's, let's do it. Um, real quick, with Aaron Rodgers, what do you think their ceiling is with him as a quarterback? The Jets. I mean, their ceilings to win the Super Bowl, but they probably won't. Realistic ceiling. You think you think they can make it that far? I mean, you have Aaron Rodgers. Look what he did with Green Bay. For the Green Bay was a perennial contender every single season, and the Jets on paper have a better team than Green Bay has at least last year, at least the last few seasons. The Jets have a good team on paper. They have a great young running back, a great young receiver. They have a lot of talent on defense. They have a good good offensive line if healthy. And did I mention they have a good defense? Yeah, they have a solid defense. Would it be? Would it be outrageous for me to uh, say that next season Brees Hall could be the most single pivotal player in the NFL? Uh, yes, because all Jeff fans have a hard on for Brees Hall, and it's on a well, very small sample size. Sure, it's six games, right? But uh, th- that being said, in six games he was fantastic, right? He was the odds-on favorite to win uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. If he comes back and he can be healthy this year, uh, I mean, which is kind of hard to do for you know coming off what is an ACL tear, yes, especially for such a physically demanding position like running back but uh i mean he could be the catalyst i guess in their offense if they have like you know one of the still better quarterbacks in the nfl which aaron Rodgers is and one of the best young uh running backs in the league too you could build like a solid offense there now yeah and and one thing about aaron Rodgers is at this point of his career still a great player he won back-to-back mvps two years ago two yeah. years ago two mvps in a row um He's not, and he go- had no receivers last year. And, and oh, it, he had receivers. No, it, they had no receivers. Their it, team the, was the, terrible. Their the receiving core was bad last year. Terrible. It was bad. Um, you, you just threw me off my point. Yeah, Rodgers is not a guy that's going to drop back fifty times like a, like a Mahomes. Like if you watch the Chiefs, they did not run the ball effectively all year, um, and they still won the Super Bowl. Yeah, the the Packers are a team that le- have, have always leaned on the run with Aaron Rodgers, and the Jets will do that too. Rodgers is an efficient, the most efficient passer in the NFL. I don't think he's going to drop back and throw 50 times and throw 50 touchdowns. So the, the the run will be an integral part to the Jets game. So yeah, Brees Hall is you know not the X factor, but he's for sure a big one. Okay. Now how how healthy is he coming into the season? That's a big time question mark. J.K. Dobbins, who tore his ACL last year, um, really wasn't healthy all season this year for Baltimore. So just keep that in mind. All right, let's move on to uh, a couple of signings. We're going to talk about Lamar Jackson a little bit. We'll just talk about the two recent signings. Uh, let's go with the easier one to digest first. Derek Carr signs with the Saints. Four years, $150 million, $28.5 million signing bonus. $100 million of that is guaranteed. How do you feel about him moving uh, uh, moving conferences for one, but also moving you know to a different team? Carr's a tough quarterback to get a gauge on. It seems like you know we always talk about is he underrated? Is he overrated? It's tough to get a gauge on him. Last year, he had a you had an All Pro first team All Pro running back in Josh Jacobs and a first team All Pro wide receiver in Devontae Adams, and they were terrible. Yeah, um, I have question marks in the car. I think that the Saints, on one end, are a well run organization. They're going to play defense. Alvin Kamara, we don't know what the deal with he is. He's got that big court case for the, you know he beat the shit out of dude in Vegas. Michael Thomas, we don't know what the deal with his with him is. So I don't know what the Saints' offense looks like right now. Um, I have some question marks with Carr. I think the Saints will probably win that division because that division is awful. So, okay, 
Uh, do you think it's an overpay or is it, you know, necessary? I think 100 mil is the going rate these days. 100 mil guaranteed seems to be the going rate. Okay. Uh, and he, he's still in his 20s, right? He's in year nine. I think he's 30 now. Okay. 31 So, so it, they still have time with him. Uh, another big quarterback signing, Daniel Jones re-signs with the New York Giants. Four years, $160 million, $36 million signing bonus, $82 million guaranteed. How do you feel about that contract? I think Daniel Jones is, and I'll come out and say it, I think it was an overpay. I think he's an overrated quarterback. I think I think Daniel Jones is a good quarterback, and he had the best game of his career on the grand stage <laughs> in the playoffs against the Vikings. And, I mean, that game was, in essence, what got him. He threw 15 touchdown passes this season. Yeah, 15, he had no receivers, blah, blah, blah. You can say whatever you want. Is Daniel Jones a great pocket passer? No. Is Daniel Jones a great passer? No. Is Daniel Jones a great runner? No. What does he do? Does he have any elite skills? No. Um, he's a good quarterback. It's funny because one year ago today, if we had this conversation, if I told you I know, one I know, year ago crazy. today that Daniel Jones was going to get 82 mar- guaranteed and 160, you would have took your hand and slapped me across the face. But, I mean, when you're in a well-run organization like Brian Dayball has the Giants adding right now, you know, it makes sense. You don't need you don't need a Patrick Mahomes, I guess. But um, I think Jones was an overpay. I, I think they kind of had to overpay with him, especially with with what Carr got the, like the day before or two days before. They kind of that kind of set the bar for them, and they can't go underneath what they paid for Carr. I mean, they le- did less guaranteed money, but more money overall, ten million more altogether. But uh, yeah, it's I, I saw a stat yesterday. Those PFF rank uh, qualified Daniel Jones last season is throwing seven. Big time passes in all season. You have to you have to take it for what it's worth. Who was the Giants' number one wide receiver last year? Yeah, can you name him? Uh, Hodgins. Yeah, you don't know football, but Hodgins. You know his first name. Can you name Isaiah? Can you name? Yeah, can you name the first and last name of three wide receivers in the Giants? Isaiah Hodgins. Okay, there's one. Um, we have. My point's already made. They don't have any wide receivers. The casuals, unless you're uh, follow the Giants or follow football intently like myself, the Giants you're just not going to know the Giants pass catchers. So you could you could there's two ends of the spectrum here. Um, Daniel Jones is an average quarterback, and and that's the bottom line. So forty mils th- a lot for an average. quarterback. I think the Giants kind of, but that's the going rate these days. I guess. Well, uh, what team do you think is going to be better this season in New York? The the Jets with Aaron Rodgers or the Giants? That's a slap to my face that you asked me a question. The Giants are a in team the regular I, season. The Jets, dude, are okay. you kidding me? They're better in every front. And and the Giants are in a tougher division too. Oh yeah, the Giants I think are a team that could fall off fall off a cliff. First of all, we keep the Giants having the who are they going to get in free agency at the wide receiver? There's nobody in. The, there's like Alan Lazard. He's one of the top guys right now in the market. There's no big name wide receivers. They whiffed on Galladay. They now got rid of him. They still did not. You know, we, we they they paid their two guys, the big guys. You, you got Saquon on the on the tag, and you got Daniel Jones in there. But they didn't. Imp- I don't see any room for improvement. Um, they're not going to get a big receiver. That's what they need. And defensively, we, we'll see who they pay. But they have a lot of money tied up now. So the Giants, to me, early. It's really early. Um, the NFL doesn't start for six months, obviously. But they're a team that I could see uh, regressing next season. Okay. Um, that's fair. Uh, let's go to the last quarterback here I've listed. Lamar Jackson still unsigned. Ravens placed him on a non-exclusive tag, which was genius, by the way. Yeah, I think I think that means they can match it uh, and the other team. The team pretty unless- much what they did here. And I'm so first of all, I'm not going to get into the the intricacies of this story because you can, you know, everyone is flabbergasted why Lamar Jackson didn't get paid, and it's really obvious if you like watch football and cover the sport, it's very obvious why Lamar Jackson's not getting paid, and it's solely because he wants. 
Deshaun Watson money, and nobody's going to pay that anymore. Why would you? You, ca- you, you? you can't build a team around him. Plus, the guy's a running quarterback. Plus, the guy hasn't been healthy the last two seasons. It's just all. It's just about his mom is his agent. I mean, that's what I, I think. A lot of people, I saw that with a lot of people too. Is that was one of the biggest mistakes he made in his career is not actually signing an agent because he wanted to save money because now it's going to end up costing him money. And St. John's just lost. They had a buzzer beater. Look for the win. They lost seventy two seventy. That probably ends their season. So goddamn it. But um, back to Lamar. Yeah, his mom is his agent. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I mean, and you want Deshaun Watson money, and you're just not going to get it. And I like Lamar, and I, I think he's a, he's, a, he's like a good stand-up dude. Seems like one, obviously. Um, is he a good quarterback? He's a good quarterback, is he but a he's great not. Is no, he's, he can't throw. Is he a top ten quarterback in the league? Top ten, yeah, for sure. Is he top five? No. Is he worth Deshaun Watson money? No. Is he, is he worth like Daniel Jones money? If 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 I mean if Lamar Jackson said right now, give me Daniel Jones's contract, every single every single team in the league would be at his door. The Giants would get rid of Daniel Jones in a nanosecond to get Lamar Jackson at the same pay. Okay, has nothing to do with Lamar's talent. It, it really just has to do with you want this much money and you're just not worth it, man. Do you think any team is, no, no team is going to offer it? I wouldn't. If I'm a if I'm a GM, I'm saying Lamar, and I'm not giving you two. If you want if you want 150 mil guaranteed, all right, I could talk to you on that front. But if you want Deshaun Watson money, it's not going to happen, especially for a guy that has not proved that he could throw the ball in the pocket. Great runner. Can you name me one running quarterback that's won a Super Bowl? Don't think too hard. No one's ever won it. A run first quarterback has never Almost won a Super Bowl. Almost had one last year. Jalen Hurts was not is not a run first quarterback. He's a great passer too. He is an I, I mean, at first he was a runner when he first started for the Eagles two and a half seasons ago. He was a solely a runner. He is an excellent pocket passer. He showed it in the Super Bowl. He's good, and he's still a great runner. Yeah, he's a great runner. Now, Lamar is a run-first quarterback. He's the most athletic player on the field. You just don't survive playing that. But, I mean, it's funny because, like, Robert Griffin is somebody that I can't stand him either. He's he's puffing his chest. Why isn't Lamar getting Robert Griffin, look what happened to you. A run-first quarterback that had a great rookie season never was the same because you could never stay healthy because you were a run-first quarterback that could not stand in the pocket and make a throw. And that's what's going to happen to Lamar. It's just going to every year. It's going to be: Is this guy going to stay healthy for us? If you have to, and get, if you're paying two hundred million dollars, you want your guy in the field. That's true. That's that's at least the minimum. You know, they say the best uh, ability is availability, and it's true. Yeah, you you can't be great. If I mean, you're just not think playing. about it like this: You're paying Lamar fifty million a year, and he's not on the field. You know what you can get for fifty million a year? Saquon's getting ten million a year, just for perspective. Would, you can get Saquon. You can get like Justin Jefferson. You can get like Tyree Kill. I'd, I'd end up dead in a week if I f- made fifty million a year. Oh yeah, I'd be dead too. So um, where do you? If you had to guess, where would you say uh, Lamar Jackson plays the next? The Ravens season? sticks with them. The only team to me that potentially could make sense, because another thing about Lamar is you have to build the whole offense around him. You, mm-hmm. He's not the type of guy that like if you put him on the rich, say people are going to say the Raiders. He's not going to thrive on that offense with a guy like Devontae Adams that that is going to need 150-plus targets a year. Lamar's just not going to be able to do that. That's why the Ravens don't have any receivers because he's just not a pocket passer. So you have to build a whole offense. It's going to have to be a team that's a run-heavy team with a good offensive line. So like one team to me, maybe Indianapolis, but they have a top three pick. So if you're them, you know, do we want to get Lamar and be pretty good or do we want to save the money, 
try to get our guy in the draft and then build a team around him. It makes logically it makes more sense. You also don't have to, if you're Indiana, you don't have to draft a quarterback. Indianapolis. Yeah, Indianapolis. You don't have to draft a quarterback. No. So There's, you could go with Lamar and you could pick somebody else. But then I mean the quarterback is obviously the most coveted position in the yeah. league. But and that's all I got. So for guys like Ryan Clark to bring up racism oh, in this, God, I mean, yeah. I don't even want to get into it, but he should be, honestly, he should be fired. He should be fired. That is the problem There's... with America. He is poisoning. This guy has a platform, and he is poisoning America saying things like that because it has nothing, zero, nilch to do with race. It solely has to do that, A, his mom is his agent, and B, he wants $200 million guaranteed and as a running Quarterback, you're not going to get that. Yeah, that's the thing. I just want to end it in this. ESPN, there's been too much race talk in sports recently. and It's it's, pathetic. it's, it's really bad. All right, you good there on NFL? Uh, yeah, I think I got enough off my chest. You can do your thing <sighs> All right, now. cool. Let's go to the NBA. I got 12 minutes, so. Let's go Let's go to the NBA. Uh, I'm sure you're aware as much as everyone is the uh, how forefront John Morant's legal troubles have been recently, especially the recent one where he was caught uh, – on Instagram Live of all places, he ratted himself out, you know, a little showcase of a gun, of a handgun, uh, allegedly in a strip club after, a, I think it's even funny, it was after a loss to Denver in Colorado. Um, I also saw that Steven Adams, like, got them together after, did you see that report? They, they had, they had a, a, a player-only meeting, like, the day of. That's just selfish. No, right? it's, it's bad. And it's... This is a touchy subject, too, because this is where like sports doesn't become sports anymore. Like You're not talking about... like On court, John Morant's a fantastic player. One of the 10, uh, easy guy to root for. Fun to watch. He's, and the team was... Up until like this year, the team was easy to root for, too. I know a lot of people don't really like that they're very chauvinistic. It's a young team that kind of... You know, they show off a lot. They they taunt and all that stuff. I love that. I like, like it, too. People, and that's the thing. I don't understand like the, the double standards of NBA. is People talk about how, oh, the 80s and 90s were great. You had guys trash-talking. You had guys beating each other up. And then they hate guys like, like John... John Morant, who trashes talk, uh, talk tra- talks trash. Pat Beverly, who talks trash. A guy like Draymond Green, who plays rugged. Like, they hate these guys, but yet they're like, oh, the nine days were the best era because they didn't care. Were they? Then we have guys that are trying to bring it back, and all they get is hate for it. And I th- I, that's why I think the Grizzlies hate is so weird because they're a team that talks trash. Yes, they haven't won at all yet, but there are a lot of teams back then that talked a lot of trash that didn't win anything. But now nobody's going to root for them, right? It's kind of... I think I think people are actually going to end up rooting for John Morant out of this. There, there's a... This scenario right here gives him like a very good arc to to turn things around and, and really change his life if he's willing to commit to it. And I agree. And he has a chance to change his life. And if he does, you know, he, he released that statement. You could do all that, all that talk. But he's going to have to actually change his life or he's going to ruin a really good career. And you know what? At the end of the day, and I haven't heard anybody... Do you know how lucky John Morant is that he's so talented? Because just, I mean, from perspective, if you and I did what he did, I would never work in this field ever again. We would both be fired instantaneously. We would never get a job in this field ever again. But because John Morant excels at his job, like not many people in the world do, he will get a few more chances. But don't mess it up, man. And I mean, obviously, he's a young kid. How old is he? 23? Yeah. 24? Um, I think he's 22, actually. 23, yeah. I just don't understand. Is he hood? Was he was he raised in the hood? I don't know I don't that know. life, he's, he's, obviously. He's, I'm a white boy from Long Island, so I don't like commenting on that stuff. I don't know what he's been through in his life. But at the end of the day, you're out of that stuff now. Yeah. Now be a man, grow up, and um, go do what you came here to do, and that's go win a title with Memphis. Because so, he's a guy that I want to root for him. But like when you I think a lot of people like, do. 
I mean, how are you going to pull a gun? And then, like, and then that was one thing. And that stemmed from the, the, the fight that he I was, was gonna in. I was going to get into and it. That's, and that stemmed from, wasn't there another story when... I, I, um, I got him right here. We'll go through him. But that, that's the thing about it, too, is this isn't the first time he's had legal troubles, right? This is now, I think, the fourth situation. First, on February 5th this year. Uh, do you remember the situation at a Pacers game? Yeah. Where the, uh, him they and drove his, by the bus or something. Yeah, they, they had an altercation with a pl- with the, a bus full of Pacers when players. When was that, February? That was that, recently, That, that was right? a month ago. And so all like three things all these happened. Month. Yeah, all three things happened in a month. That happened, they pointed laser pointers into the Memphis bus, or into the Indiana bus, which kind of insinuates, you know, a laser of a gun, but there's no uh, weapons proven there. I think they did an investigation, uh, and they could not find, confirm anyone was threatened with a weapon. March 1st, uh, the Washington Post on two separate incidents from the summer. First was a lawsuit filed for an assault uh, from a pickup game with a 17-year-old where um, the the report suggested that tempers flared, which led to Morant assaulting a 17-year-old boy and threatening him with a gun tucked in his pants, which after these two most recent reports with guns, it's not completely out of the question. He had the situation at finish line with a mall security guard. Wasn't that the same situation, though? Those are two different ones. And they both just came out. The, the 17-year-old one was, I think, in a pickup game. They, yeah, see, I saw that because I think the reports came out the same day. Yeah, they, they were they were Washington Post reported on both of them at the same time. So how does something like that happen? How does two reports that in, came from two different days come out from one news outlet in the same day? Did they just pick up on it and nobody else did? Or? Honestly, I don't even know, but it's it is it's it's it, what it is is bad, right? And then and then you get the most recent one, the gun in Colorado and, and the uh, in the strip club, which like that at that point too, that's such a stupid reason. To get of all the things like for, like all right with with um the laser pointer th- I mean all these are stupid I don't want to justify but like that was completely unprompted that's just him like he's on Instagram live uh, partying and he just for no reason just shows a gun like, like what what is the thought process in your head how do you think anything good could possibly come from that he's not thinking that's, that's... what it is he needs uh, I know a lot of people have been pointing this I don't want to go this far because I don't know exactly how much uh, his father is involved in this but a lot of people are pointing his father needs to be a better father figure in the situation i've heard his father i mean he's on multiple accounts he said his father's been a great father throughout his life he's supportive for him it seems like he's always at the games but but. i I do kind of agree he needs to be a little bit more in the parental role rather than a friend role yeah it seems like he's in the friend role. he's sitting courtside dapping him up drinking that's that's cool maybe maybe not drinking as much just because there's reports now that uh john morant's been having alcohol issues i mean there's there's a video that went viral on twitter of him just chugging Casamigos. And his dad is just with him too. Yeah, so that stuff needs, and you know, remember in the um, Shannon Sharp situation, his dad got involved. It's not the first time his dad, was, you know, actually, I I, th- I want to go as far as saying T. Tim, Tim Morant, John Morant's father, should not be a celebrity. You, you don't need to make a, an NBA player's father a celebrity. He's already in a good enough position right now where his son is going to make an unbelievable amount of money that I will never have the, the chance of sniffing. His, he's going to be supported by his son. Take a back seat. Let your son do the driving here. Hopefully, it's an eye opener for them because no one's actually openly rooting against them. And like you said, Moran. Well, I, I think some people are now. Well, now, now they will. But like coming into this whole thing, everyone, John Moran was probably one of the more liked players in the NBA up until like before last year. Sure, he, like the guy. Every time he steps on the floor, it's like you're just biting your nails waiting for the highlight because it's going to happen. The guy's a walking highlight. Once a game, he has a play where you look at your screen like, what just happened? So you know what I want to say? This is, if I'm if if Ja pulls a gun out of me, I'm saying, shoot me, Ja. Shoot me and see what happens when you shoot me. My family, you'll kill me and your life will be over and my my family will have volume. You want to be a tough guy? Shoot me. That's what doesn't make sense here. Is there's there's players who came from these lifestyles before that uh, shot away from those, those positions because they learned you know what matters more investing my career into the basketball or throwing it all away for the stupid honorary 
uh, BS that doesn't matter in the scheme of things. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He's just a 23-year-old. It's funny because I'm 27 now, and I think you know I'm still not mature, but I'm at 23, I was less mature for sure. You make mistakes in life. I'm a big give every guy a second chance. It seems like he's on like like chance three or four now. But now this has got to be a wake up call for him. It has yeah. to be. Hopefully he changes his life. And this is where some irony comes in too, is because remember the whole situation where uh, they they kind of booted. Well, at least Andre Iguodala's account says they kind of wanted him out, and he, they got uh, he got a lot of flack for kind of wanting out of Memphis. But apparently on his side of things, he said he was kind of booted out, pushed out by them. It's kind of ironic now because they need some veteran mentorship in that locker yeah, room. They, they need they need they need a mentor. And at, Stephen Adams, he's still in his twenties. Like this guy's been in the league for a while now, and he's kind of fitting that role. They need some older guys to kind of keep control of this because it's getting out of hand. You need a you don't as Haslam. Like as much as I make fun of you, don't have him for still being in the league. But you need a, a, a guarantee. If this was in the Heat, that would not be happening. If no, John Wright, he, you're right. You, you need to get tied in a little bit. Uh, and the Grizzlies are having their own struggles right now too. First, John Morant has been at least two games uh, already so far has been kept away from the team. He's not suspended, quote unquote. But they've uh, got another four. Yeah, and now there's been another four. They have uh, more injury issues with Brandon Clark missing the entirety of the season with a torn Achilles. Now you have Stephen Adams out for at least four more weeks. Saw this that. team, this team has aspirations to win a championship. This isn't just like a feel good, like oh we might skate into the playoffs. Like I know a lot of people don't think they could, but they they are a legitimate championship contender when healthy, when at full strength. Especially in the West, with which as much parity as they're in is with who could actually make it out. A finals run is completely not out of the question for this team especially with the kevin durant news i didn't it's, even see that it's it's i i think i think kevin durant's not going to miss too much time because he's actually continued warming up afterwards for a little bit so just uh, for reference he rolled his ankle <laughs> warming up taking like a layup too, yeah. yeah i saw the video i didn't even see it till this morning he just like took a layup for for reference. He took a layup and it looked like he rolled his ankle. And it was a bad roll too. It I, was I a bad roll. I, that's the one I hate thing. watching. I could the see rolls, bones yeah. sticking out of. Like, well, I don't arms. know about that, but I I could see I, the Kevin Ware when he snapped his leg. That I, was terrifying. I, I saw that and I was like, oh man! But like I see a rolled ankle and I'm just I'm sitting there wincing because that's happened. Like it's happened so many times to me playing basketball. It's I'm surprised you didn't go pro. Me too. I should have. Right, what else you want to do? I just wanted to close out with uh, Mike mean, says we got five minutes left. So cool. We, we could we could end with some UFC. Just close out on that. Any other hoops we should get into? I mean, I guess there's the whole. We talked about race before and how ESPN's turning. Stay away from a race. I, well, ESPN. I just don't want to. I don't want JJ Reddick's that guy though. He's really really good. And not because he's white, because he is what the media <laughs> should be. He comes in. He's informative. He's smart. <laughs> he has facts and data to back up the points that he brings. You could tell he's a smart guy. He obviously went to Duke, but he does not just come in and say this because he's black. No, it's not. It's look at JJ Reddick. He's got. He's like the mod. He's like to me. The new school media. Everybody should try to aspire to be like JJ Reddick. I am a huge fan of JJ. He's really, really good. And not he, because he's white. And I shouldn't say that that loud. Yeah, why are you screaming? That has him. Nothing has nothing to do with anything. Because the, there's great black members, black former players in media. Because too. this is in reference to Kendrick Perkins. The, I know the stuff that he's saying about MVPs 
he was getting MVP because he's white. I mean, that's just not true, and that's and that's what poisons America. You know, they, oh, and then we don't talk about politics anymore. Though, also, the, the thing about what he said too, the, his reference to you know, look at the last three guys uh, to win MVP since 1990 that weren't top ten in scoring: Steve Nash, uh, Dirk Nowitzki, and now Nikola Jokic. That was just factually incorrect too. In 2007, the uh, D- Dirk Nowitzki was tied for tenth in scoring. Uh, not only that, but that team won 67 games. How many times has a, a team won 67 games and the player hasn't won MVP? You know what I call it? It's just lazy. It's just lazy. Jokic was top 10 in scoring last year. He was 10th in scoring. Steve Nash, when he won MVP in 2005, he turned a 27-win team to a 65-win team in a single season. The only difference with that team was they swapped Stefan Marbury for Steve Nash. And not what to is mention, the issue there? What is and, the issue? And not to mention he just stopped before Magic won three. It, it's, it, exactly. He stopped in 1990 because what happened in 1990? Magic won MVP 89. Magic won MVP 87. Magic won MVP. What a shocker there. What was he when Wes Unseld was averaging 13 points per game and he won MVP? Huh? That's not 13. He was averaging like 19, I think. But regardless, it's happened before. It's happened before. Ryan Clark, dead to me. RG3, dead to me. Nikola Jokic is having a historically great offensive year to the point where you could argue it might be the single best offensive season in NBA history. The the efficiency numbers have never been done with this kind of scoring before. Even players who have scored 20 points per game, he is is number one in true shooting percentage all time. This team is far and away number one in the Western Conference standings to the point where they're what? Seven games of, above second place, which is the Sacramento Kings, by the way, now. Yeah, so, Memphis is so Memphis, is, so Memphis is lucky that they have a comfortable hole because I believe four through ten is a total crapshoot, right? Uh, five through ten. Five through ten. So Memphis is no, lucky. Five, even further than that, five between five, five through like thirteen. Right? Thirteen is separated by three games. Yeah, because I saw yesterday that uh, I believe Dallas was was Dallas the five seed. They're an eighth. That's I why think they changed, lost it, yesterday. It changes every day. It changes every. I think they were the five seed yesterday because they lost to the Pelicans. The Clippers were seven yesterday, and now they're they're sixth. Like I, or they're eighth yesterday, and now they're sixth. Like it, every day, it's one, one win, one loss. It's going to be gone. fun playoffs in the West. Uh, totally, and even the play-in because, like you know, oh, right now, gonna be right fun. now, play-ins: Mavericks, Lakers, Pelicans, Thunder. No. Timberwolves, Mavericks, Lakers, Pelicans. And then by tomorrow, it's going to be a different set of four teams. It's going to be exciting. Everyone hates on the NBA and hates on the regular season. I can see why you don't like the regular season. But at the end of the day, you know, I was thinking about this last night. And this is like, we got to go to after two minutes, Mike just said. But I'll never sit down and watch a random baseball game. I'll never sit down and watch a ra- random college basketball. I'll never sit down and watch a random hockey game. But I'll always sit down and watch a random basketball game, no matter who's playing. Will you ever watch a random uh, NFL game? Well, I'll, I'll just watch the NFL. <laughs> yeah, the NFL know, is different, but I'll never watch any other random sport. But NBA, I could sit down and I could watch it. It's a cool sport, too, where you have, like, every now and then. I feel like then- it's aesthetically pleasing to watch because the guys are just so good. And it, at it's, passing, at shooting, at everything. It's, it's dribbling. There's, I mean, there, we don't need to go into the, ex- the exact but, intricacies as why basketball is enjoyable. The fact that like you could like root for individual guys a lot easier than any other sport. But the regular just, season sucks. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, but you I, could say that about any uh, baseball regular season's boring too. You could say that about any sport. You could I say know. The NFL regular season's boring too. Any, any any sport could be boring if you don't like it. I mean, like for hockey, like the Rangers are going to play eighty two games and then half the team, half the league's going to make the playoffs, and then it's a total crapshoot from there. So like, that's why I like to play them. Playing funks and it adds a little, a little something, a little it something, does. something. All right, last thoughts before we go. Um, I don't have an issue. I, I, Nikola Jokic is my MVP favorite right now, and that's the reason why. It's not because he's white. It's because I think he's been the best player in basketball this entire year. And I think that's, I think that's it. Do you care who I like? Do who I think will win the MVP? Uh, do you have a person that you'd like to win, or you think it should win? Um, who I'd like to win? Who is that? I don't know. Jason Tatum. I think he's kind of out of it. I think right Giannis now Giannis is out of it's it. It's going to close out. Between... Joker is going to win. I just don't like the cut of his jib. What? I don't like the cut of the Joker's jib. 
jib. And on that note, Mike, wrap us up. What is a jib? Jib. The cut of somebody's jib. I have no idea what that means. Well, you clearly don't live in the era that I live in. We, we grew up, uh, you were born a year before me. I got to go do my on-air update, but Phil, man, good stuff. I wish we had more time than whatever we had today. What did we have today? Was it 30 minutes? That we, was got, 30? we got 30 minutes in, yeah. That was quick. All right, I got to go do my update. Uh, right. Sayonara, see you next week. Adios. See ya. into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.